Hello, and welcome to the third ever episode of Tea Time with Tori. Before we start, I would like to give a really quick and sincere thank you to a few friends of mine who reached out to me and gave me their feedback on this podcast. Um, They gave me some really, really strong ideas on how to taper the episodes moving forward, things that resonated as opposed to things that maybe didn't work so well, and kind of just gave me insight into how I can improve and strengthen Tea Time with Tori and make it more effective in communicating what I hope to communicate and achieving that goal, like I said, of having an impact even on one person. If each episode can help one person, then mission accomplished. So thank you endlessly to Jill, Fred, and Allie for your amazing feedback. And as I've said before, and I'll say it again, if any of you who are listening have any ideas, things that you want to hear about, um, things that you think could strengthen this podcast and make it better, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my social media, through whatever contact you may have of mine. Feel free, please, and feel encouraged to do so. I really, really appreciate it. Another quick thing that I'd like to mention is that Tea Time with Tori, as of right now, between the two episodes, has over 120 listeners. So thank you so much to all of you who've been listening and giving me your feedback and coming up to me and talking about it and starting this dialogue about self-care, about self-healing. That means the world to me in a way that I don't even know if I can accurately communicate. So thank you so much to all of you. It, It means the world. All right, so before we dive into today's topic and start to actually talk about what I have in store and what I have in mind for this third episode, I kind of wanted to incorporate some of the feedback that I got, and part of that feedback was to kind of make things a little bit more personal and kind of reflect on my own advice and see how I follow the things that I talk about in Tea Time with Tori. And to be perfectly honest, you'll probably notice it's been a while since my last episode. It's been about, what, two to three weeks since I uploaded last? And I've been struggling with my mental health, and I've been struggling to follow my own advice. Um, And my friends have called me out on that, and they've kind of said, you know, you talk all the time about this inner child, and you talk about taking care of yourself and having that open self-dialogue. And I've been working through that to the best of my ability, Um, You'll also hear, probably in my voice today, a little bit in this episode, that I've been getting over a cold, so if I sound a little bit different, consider it spicy, (laughs) and we'll take it for what it is and move through that. But I don't know. I've been asking myself a lot of really deep, personal questions. I think, you know, as a college student, it's going to sound like a cliche, but you come in with this kind of prescribed idea of who you are. And up through middle school, high school, even elementary school as a kid, you have your parents' influence, you have teachers, you have people around you who are kind of informing this idea of who you should be and who you are. And you have these expectations to live up to. And that's not to say that you're not your own person. That's not what I'm getting at. Because I think especially into later high school, you start to discover pieces of that and discover your hobbies and your interests and things that drive you and motivate you. And even picking a college and picking a major, what you want to do, even if you end up changing it, it's insight into who you are and what motivates you, what interests you in the current moment. And that can always grow and evolve and change. But being somewhat independent and in your own space in college where there's nobody over your shoulder to say, you know, don't do this, don't do that, or to inform your decisions in this way, you know, 
it it can be challenging to ask yourself in some cases for the first time what do I want not what does my mom want for me what does so and so what does this aunt or uncle want for me what does this teacher want for me or from me on an assignment it's a matter of what do I want for myself what do I want to convey what do I want my life to be about because I am in full control and I've been struggling may not be the right word but I've been working through that in a couple of situations in my personal life and quite honestly the stress from that I think pushed me to get physically sick that's why excuse me I've been kind of recovering from having lost my voice um, and I've been dealing with a lot of kind of a cold upper respiratory because I got really in my head and I overthought things and I got stressed because I didn't know the answers to those questions and I think the thing that I'm realizing more and more kind of as a side topic to today's episode is this is a process you know I can make an episode and say embrace your inner child but it doesn't happen like that it doesn't happen in a snap it's gradual and you have to work on it diligently day by day and it is a day by day process and with things like that with those deep questions of what do I want out of my life you know what do I want out of my relationships my friendships what do I want out of a career what motivates me what drives me what makes me want to get up in the morning what kind of lifestyle do I lead you know what how do I want to spend my personal time to myself what do I enjoy doing there are questions that come up and they've been coming up a lot for me and it's gradual and it doesn't always lie on us to have the answers right away and I think I guilt myself for not having the answers right away in fact I know I do and that's something that I have to get better about through that self-dialogue through releasing my emotions which I've been working more diligently lately to do to say to myself you know rather than have this all be in my head let's go out for a walk let's talk to someone let's channel this let's work through it let's make a piece of artwork let's write a poem let's find a way to work through this and the answer will come and sometimes it's hard it's really hard to sit down and say to yourself I don't have the answer but the answer will come and to trust that if you give it space allow yourself that healing and that time to think and reflect the answer will come to you and you'll be guided in the right direction and I've been seeing that in my own life in the past couple weeks since last episode I've been trying as hard as I can to take a step back from some things that have been bugging me and on my mind about myself and what I want and I have to say to myself I don't know the answer completely to what it is I want I have ideas but sometimes they shift and change and are influenced by situations and circumstances and people and I've had to take a step back and say okay I trust the universe I trust whatever higher power you want to believe in whatever higher power resonates with you I trust you know my own gut heart instinct it will guide me and it will lead me and in time I'll feel it I'll feel what's right and I'll know what it is that I want and what I need. So that's a large part of what's been going on with me. 
And I've been trying to be more forgiving with myself and giving myself that space and time. And I do apologize for not having another episode episode out sooner of Tea Time with Tori. But thank you for your patience. And thank you, you know who you are, to the people who have been there with me and for me in these past couple weeks, supporting me and saying it's okay to take that space and time to figure things out. You mean the world to me. And without you, I really don't know where I'd be or what I'd be doing. You know, you ground me. Because when I get in my own head and I want to shut down and I want to say, I don't have time, I don't have space, I need the answer right now. You know who you are. You grab me by the hand and you say, it's okay. It's okay to not have the answer. It's okay to take a step back. It's okay to love yourself. It's okay to heal, both mentally and physically, because my mental health took a toll on my physical health. And um, as I said, you can probably hear that a little bit in my voice. But, you know, thank you for being there for me, for creating, as I kind of alluded to in my first episode, that welcoming environment where I feel loved and supported and cared for and nurtured. You mean the world to me. All right, that having been said, let's grab ourselves a cup of tea, take a deep breath, and dive into today's topic, emotional honesty. So looking at the question of emotional honesty, we can ask ourselves, as with any other episode, any other question, what is emotional honesty and how do we define that? I think for me, it kind of plays off of the idea of self-dialogue that we talked about in the last episode, where it's a level of honesty with yourself, but also with others about what you're going through with your mental health on an emotional basis, on a mental basis, and embracing how you're feeling in the current moment as opposed to shutting it down. And feeling that it's you don't have an obligation to hide it from yourself or from others. In regards to the self um, and kind of being emotionally honest with yourself, which I've been, as I've alluded to, working through and empowering myself to do in the past couple weeks. A close friend of mine at one point mentioned, and it kind of resonated and rung out for me, um, this idea that omission is lying. And whether or not you necessarily agree with that statement, I think in the context of emotional honesty, by not admitting to ourselves how we're feeling, how we're processing, what mental state that we're in, what emotional state that we're in at any given moment, in any given situation, you're not being fully present and fully honest with yourself. You're sort of lying. And... We don't deserve to lie to ourselves and to do ourselves a disservice. You know, I think, especially in an academic environment, we're pressured to stuff it down, um, to be competitive, to get good grades, to be a high achiever, to not take time to rest and stop and acknowledge, you know, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm frustrated, I'm confused. Some of those emotions that you know, our society as a whole kind of says, put it in a box and put it under the bed for a while and don't acknowledge it because it's destructive. It's not destructive if you're able to be upfront with it and channel it and work through it. If anything, it can be empowering. It can be empowering to realize those emotions and to say, this is part of who I am and part of what I feel and 
let's use that. This is where I'm at today, and rather than chastise myself for it, let's see how I can work with it, kind of as we talked about in the last episode. You know, finding ways to get out those emotions, finding ways to get out that anger, finding ways to just cry, release, get out that sadness, that frustration. And it's so important to be emotionally present and emotionally honest with yourself. Beyond just a self-dialogue at the end of the day, sometimes it's a matter of, you know, you have a thought cross your mind in the middle of the day. Like, somebody says something to you and it really hurts or it offends you or it touches something deep. It touches as a scar from your past. It's a trigger, whatever it may be. And I've done this to myself. I shut it off and I say, you know, I'm not thinking that. I'm not feeling that. Let's just put it behind me. I don't want to deal with that right now. And maybe, you know, it is a busy day. Maybe it's hard to deal with it right now, but it has to be dealt with. It has to be acknowledged or else you're doing yourself a disservice. Be upfront with yourself. Admit what you're going through, what you're feeling in those moments, as opposed to saying, you know, say someone says something really offensive to you, you know, and you don't want to say anything. Maybe they're like an acquaintance, someone that you've met, someone, a mutual friend, but it strikes you and it hurts. And because of the awkwardness of the situation, and I think a lot of us have been there, you shut it down and you're like, oh, I don't want to say anything. It's fine. It's fine. I hate, hate's a strong word. I dislike I'm fine and I use it too often because you're not fine and it's not fine. And it's okay to admit that. If only to yourself in that moment, it's okay to say this hurts Let's look at this later and ask ourselves why. You know, I saw the, a quote the other day on social media, and I really encourage you, you know, if you can find outlets, whether through, you know, the internet, through social media, through different books, um, to learn more about self-care and to kind of find things that resonate with you in quotes. And I do that a lot. I follow tons of different accounts and websites that deal with a lot of these topics to kind of inform myself and better be able to, you know, do things like this, like the podcast, and interpret, you know, my own opinions on it and give something back. And I found this one quote, and I'm going to be paraphrasing a little bit, but because I don't directly remember it, but it was something along the lines of, you don't have to focus on what that person said, per se, to you. Focus instead on why it affected you, why you're reacting to it so strongly. And I think that's really true. And that kind of plays into actually the second part of emotional honesty, which is not just admitting to yourself and letting yourself address how you're feeling and, you know, how you're reacting to things, whatever your reaction may be, good, bad, indifferent. But, you know, it's easy, and I think we're in a society that encourages, unfortunately, attacking each other. And sometimes, as human beings, for all of our beauty and all of our flaws, which are also beautiful and make up who we are, we get into conflict with one another. We get into these rough spaces where we butt heads and we come into difficulty and we hit a halt in communication and we hide things from each other. We stuff it down until it explodes. And rather than let it explode and rather than attack each other and kind of going off of that quote saying you know like focusing on what they said focus on how it affects you because as i've said before and i'll say it again 
a lot of the process of loving and healing yourself and kind of learning about yourself is also interconnected and interrelated with your relationships and your interpersonal relationships to other people because they inform your relationship to the self they really do and what you're feeling and going through and processing mentally emotionally on a daily basis is often largely affected by the people around you and the people who surround you and you surround yourself with and you know it can be very easy to become defensive kind of going back to what i was saying where you want to hide where you've been trained by the society to say i'm fine it's his fault i'm fine but you know she said this or he said that take a step back from that that's my challenge actually for this week until the next episode and i promise i've been feeling better so i'll be better uploading episodes thank you again for your patience but when you feel yourself going to attack someone else and saying it's their fault for whatever the situation may be it's their fault it's his fault it's her fault remove yourself from that and say why why am i jumping to blame this person why do their actions affect me this much what is it that they're getting at or tugging at or pushing at in me that makes me feel this way And in the same way that you're upfront with yourself and emotionally honest with yourself, I encourage you to be emotionally honest with others. And I want to make something clear, being upfront with others about what you're feeling in a given moment is not the same as being aggressive, it is not the same as attacking, and I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Because all healthy relationships, as I've talked about, I really believe are based in honesty and communication. And you can achieve honesty and communication without yelling, without fighting, without, you know, getting into a conflict with one another, even when you're angry, even when you're frustrated, even when you feel disrespected, even when you feel that things are not going right, whatever right may be to you in the situation with this person. You know, I think something that I've been trying to work on is rather than go to that place of attacking others saying you know okay emotional honesty i feel angry i'm angry at you you make me angry you frustrate me you bother me you're being awful you don't listen to me you 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 a million times over that's an attack and that person's just going to shut down and not listen and not accept and embrace your emotional honesty and it will create a divide and a rift in your relationship i've been there it's awful Instead, it takes a lot of work, and as I've said, it's gradual, and it's a process of saying, okay, I am angry. Being emotionally honest with myself, I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to do myself a disservice. I am angry about this situation with this person. So talking to them, switch it to I statements. Take responsibility for your own emotions and feelings about the situation. Don't project it onto them. Instead, say, okay, you know, I feel hurt that this happened. As opposed to, you make me hurt, you hurt me. Say, I am hurt about this. Or, you know, as opposed to saying, you know, you leave me out. You, you know, you make me feel like I'm not included. Again, those are you statements. Take it back to yourself. This is hard. 
but it'll help. It'll help with finding the balance between emotional honesty and kindness. Which even when you're angry, you can still be kind. And that's so hard, but you can do it. I promise you can do it. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes grace. It takes faith, but you can do it. Take a deep breath. Center yourself and say, I notice that this has been happening. Or, you know, I feel left out. I feel abandoned. I feel unnoticed. I feel unloved. Because that's what you feel, and that's your emotional response to the situation. You have ownership of that. That's not an attack on them. That is not, you know, coming for them. That is not stabbing them with you, you, you. It's just your honesty. It is you being present in that moment to say, this is what I'm feeling. In the same way you would do it with yourself, when you have those thoughts, when you have those reactions, to say to yourself, this is what I'm feeling, I'm going to address it. If it's interrelational, if it's somebody that you feel comfortable bringing it up to, you can, but take ownership. Take responsibility and say, this is what I feel and I'm not here to attack you. You can even say that, as hard as it is. I am not here to attack you. You know, I care about you. I love you. Our relationship matters. Our friendship matters. However, this is what I feel. We need to address it. We need to work through it together. Collaborate. Embrace one another's emotional honesty. Encourage them to do the same. What do they feel? Have them say, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. See where you're both coming from before you blind each other by attacking one another. Emotional honesty, when practiced with a sense of kindness and responsibility, can be so healing and can be so effective in communicating to others what it is that you need and want. It can also help reveal to your own self what you need and you want. To be upfront but not aggressive is hard. But with dedication, it will come. In the same way that earlier, it's kind of funny, a full circle. <laughs> um, the answers will come. You know, the answers will come when you're emotionally honest with yourself and with others. And the patience to be emotionally honest in the first place and take responsibility and say I as opposed to you will come. And that's something that I challenge you to work on, you know, as we move forward into next week and our next episode. And it's something that I'm challenging myself to do as well. And, you know, I'm working consciously on to do. So with that, that concludes our third episode of Tea Time with Tori. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And if you have any thoughts, feedback that you'd like to give me about this episode and ideas for future episodes, please never hesitate to reach out to me. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.